Hello everyone, welcome to episode 706 of Cold Wave Soundcheck. I'm Aaron Pollock. This year's Cold Waves Festival covers three cities over three weeks, starting in New York City, September 13th through 15th, Chicago, September 21st through 23rd, and Los Angeles, September 27th through 29th. Featured acts include Ogre, Frontline Assembly, Meepy Manifesto, Decrypts, The Black Queen, SeaTac, ChemLab, and many, many more. Head to coldwaves.net for the full lineup and ticket links, which include pre-shows, post-shows, and VIP packages. This week, we're chatting with New York and Chicago performer Cameron Finlay. This is Contravoid.
Uh, I grew up in like uh, playing drums mainly. I mean, that was like my first instrument. And I kind of got into electronic music, you know, in my late teens, sort of just doing more ambient kind of electronic work. Uh, I don't know, basically just this band came to be after uh, a previous band had folded. I wanted to do like darker and kind of more heavier uh, focused music and sort of started just, you know, preparing like a solo project that I could go out and tour on my own. Um, didn't really know what to do with it and uh, eventually just kind of just started recording and finished up that first record. You know, this was a while ago, this was five or six years ago with that first album, put it out on my own and then kind of have just been going from there. I mean, I took a bit of a, a bit of kind of going, coming back to this project now after like a couple of years of a, a break after that first record. I toured that first record and then now I'm sort of re- reshaping the project and it has like a new sound now. I mean, like the new EP has like a much different sound. Um, that's sort of, I guess, a little bit more current, but yeah, I mean, I guess the project sort of just came to be as like, you know, me always wanting to do a solo project and, and this was like, uh, you know, it just felt natural just based on my influences. I think they're pretty, I think for most people, they probably sound pretty obvious in the, in the tracks, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, you know, basically it, I guess. Why such a long break between the last release and this one? I don't know. I guess I just wasn't into it as much. I don't know. That's like, uh, I know that sounds weird, but like I had some other projects I was focusing on I'm, I'm, and uh, I was doing some composing for like some, you know, commercials and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know, I just wasn't into, I was in other bands as well. I was doing, taking on more of a producer role, I think during that time, which I really enjoyed. I like really enjoyed working with other bands and, and mixing their work and helping with production. And that was sort of my focus after that first like couple years surrounding the first record. I just like I really got into the habit of that and really enjoyed it and just enjoyed kind of working out of my home studio and um, and yeah I, I don't know I didn't I didn't I was I was kind of I was always writing stuff for Contravote I just was never really I guess went through a period of it not you know not really being too happy with it um, but that was just because my my head was in a million different other places and you know just over the past year I have kind of settled down and focused back on this and sort of. Uh, I guess reinvented the sound of it a little bit. It still, I think, is pretty similar to the first record, but now it's a little, you know, it's a little harder. It's a little bit more. This EP, I, I wanted to make, you know, very easily playable for DJs and to be played in the club. And uh, I felt that was like sort of the focus behind the the style of production on this now. But yeah, I mean, I just I was kind of just doing other things, and you know, I really missed doing this. I was getting some show offers for Contravoid about a year and a half ago. Uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere and it really like inspired me to get back into this and felt like, you know, I should be doing this again. So for the Chicago cold wave show, I noticed you're listed as AccuCrack versus Contravoid. Oh, really? I, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Okay. Um, what's the, you know what the meaning is behind that? Or <laughs> really? I assume that means you guys will be the electronic equivalent of a dueling piano club. Yeah. That's what I picture too. When I hear that, I, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's happening. I mean, to be honest, I, I don't know. I, 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 not that like, I just think that would be weird, wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know, like, like, like a band versus band type of thing. I guess it's just one after the other. I think, I think what I got, or I think it's a Chicago one. It's more of like a, it's a, a little bit smart bar. Like, is that a, is that a, like a tiny club? Smart bar is downstairs from Metro, and it's about a third the capacity. And I think we're, uh, I don't know if I might be mistaken, but I think it was sort of like an after party or something for the main room. Maybe I'm going on later or something like that. I mean, it's still part of the event. It's just more dance and DJ oriented. Is that going to change your set at all? 
No, yeah, no, I just do this, do what I normally do. Yeah, it's. I feel like it fits in with like a like, it all fits in with the general theme of the festival. So, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change it. Like, I mean, I don't know how I would change it to be honest, but I I probably I just prefer to do that. And then, you know, so what if I like stick out a little bit? That's probably even better. I mean, I think at this point people know not to expect all the bands to fit into one bucket, and I feel like everyone welcomes all the different acts. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I played I've played similar festivals to this and I've toured with bands that, you know, not you know, traditionally wouldn't like I don't think have this same the same sound, but there's a same, the similar similar vibe and kind of just overall feel from what I do to like any of these sort of more guitar-driven bands. Like it all fits under the same roof basically. And I think and the crowd is open to to, you know, open-minded to anything like this. So, yeah.
mask or no mask at cold waves? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> I might actually. I haven't really used it in a little while. Is there an origin story there? Yeah, I mean, it's not really too much of a story. It was like a friend of mine has like a, I uh, think bought them for paintballing. They're paintballing masks, basically. And like we, um, I started the project and was trying to, you know, just kind of messing around with stuff that he had. And we just did a photo shoot with me wearing one of them. And it was kind of like it, it sort of just looked really like perfect for the music that I was creating at the time. So like Contravoy was pretty new and we're doing just like these stupid kind of press photos with those masks. And I felt like it fit really, really well and sort of just brought it into the project and start performing with it. And there's, you know, a bunch of press shots with me using it. I mean, I'm not really using it too often anymore. I feel like it's kind of just like a bit of a phase of the, of the band, you know, surrounding the first record. But, you know, I do like kind of having it uh, still attached to the name. And I think people do affiliate that look with the name so i don't want to you know totally abandon it and yeah yeah it depends i mean like when i go and play shows like i'm usually playing in smaller rooms and you know if i have like i guess i could just throw it on or whatever and play it's also very hard to sing in it like it's like you know it's like a tiny little mouth hole and like it's thick plastic and i don't know it's just it's it's uncomfortable but you know what i do really like the look of it i don't want to kind of give it up so i don't know yeah maybe i'll bring it back for you know a couple of these shows (laughs) I can imagine it gets really gross and sweaty. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's fine. I mean, I, I I really do like it. And there's some photos from some some of these shows a few years back. Uh, you know, really, I really like enjoy the the look of it on stage, especially when it's like, I don't know, I kind of have like the the lighting, the strobe lighting all timed and stuff like that. Like it's it's kind of the, my ideal look for the show. But it's not, you know, I don't really think it's a, a necessary part of it. It's just fun to have every once in a while. It's like a throwback to the time before Instagram and Facebook and all the social media promotion where I would go see a band play and I didn't even know what they looked like in person. And now that mystery seems to be all gone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that was like probably, I think, I, I did think about that, you know, when I first started the project to see if I could kind of manage to keep, you know, uh, operate in the same realm as like those bands, of what, of what like those bands did. Um, you know, post every once in a while and just post sort of things that are necessary, but also kind of use it to just stay a little bit like anonymous or whatever. But yeah, I realized shortly enough that wasn't really going to happen. And that's, you know, not, yeah, I don't think people really care too much about like, I guess, if this person, uh, if they don't know the person, like they need to be fed something all the time and constantly be reminded of what this person is doing. So it's really hard to be like, uh, this like shadowy, whatever, you know, public persona (laughs) anymore, I guess. I mean, but there's still, like, you can still kind of keep this sort of, like, creepy, sort of dark vibe, I guess, going with some of the imagery. It's just, you have to be sort of, yeah, you have to kind of, you know, put yourself out there uh, a lot more. (laughs) Can fans expect a shorter turnaround time for your next release? Definitely. I mean, I'm working on new stuff, like, all the time now. I'm kind of back in the swing of just kind of creating new new music, and... um, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm going to aim for another EP. I don't know when, but it's coming together like already. Uh I just have like sort of bunches you know just ideas sort of all over the place and um would really like to have something out uh you know uh, another one out this year. I don't know if that's possible, but yeah, I I'm just going to continue working. I mean, it's and I think going by like EP, I don't know about a full length. I I still love having full lengths and doing you know the idea of a full length. I just don't know if it's sort of um I think the I think EPs right now are kind of a little bit more uh, appropriate for like like the timing and everything um, and just how fast paced things are. I think 
you know, it's nice to sort of just focus on four tracks, make those really solid, and then go on to the next one, especially if stuff is more, like, heavily dance floor oriented. And, you know, this EP is sort of a collection of, of different, like, every song, you know, they all flow together, but it's sort of like a collection of just four singles that could be, you know, pe- people can pick and choose whatever their favorite tracks are, uh, rather than sort of just having to, you know, they don't people don't really need to listen to the full thing anymore, so... Um, I think EPs are great, just and sort of it gives you a little bit of space to sort of evolve and come up with something new and reshape your sound slightly in between the course of like writing four or five tracks, right, as opposed to you know uh, ten or twelve or whatever. So I really like that format. I think I'd like to put out a few more, um, and then you know maybe if something does come along and if I have like enough material that I feel fits on the full length, I would uh, I would do another one for sure. this episode you heard hold nothing not your dream and native state contravoid can be found at contravoid.bandcamp.com our opening music is madmaker by Nation. our closing music is messiah by splinter group subscribe to the show through apple Podcasts, google play or your favorite podcast app join us next week as we chat with dan gatto from continues our closing segment each week is dedicated to the inspiration for Cold Waves, fallen Chicago musician, and sound man Jamie Duffy. Here's Dan Need from the Clay People crediting Jamie with the band's return.
Jason, you know, he said to me, you know, would you come out and perform? Before I left Albany, the Clay people, you know, we've talked about getting back together. We've talked about it. That's about it. When I talked to everybody, I said, if they need us, would you guys be willing to get back together to do this? And it wasn't even like a second thought. It was like yeses. I mean, they were saying yes before I was even asking them. It's because of Jamie the Kid that the Clay people have actually reformed and reformed for the memorial, but actually reformed as a band. That's been such a huge part of my life. And, you know, I thought I'd put it behind me. But Jamie has basically let me know that it's you're not quite done yet. Not quite done with the Iron Lung. You're not quite done with the Clay people, you know. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And it's sad. It's under this circumstance and this tragedy. But I still owe you, Jamie. You're still working, keeping me working and keeping me in, in sight of, like, what, you know, what I really love and what my values are.